0: Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Delegation of U.S. Virgin Islands leaders travel to Colorado for a marijuana summit ahead of potential legislation in territory. Jamaica Stock Exchange, a recognized stock exchange in the Cayman Islands. PriceSmart announces fiscal 2021 fourth quarter operating results. Matt and Greg appointed to lead Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association. And Investigation in Puerto Rico recovers 106000 in overtime wages. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, October 22nd. We start our report today in the U.S. Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that 12 U.S. Virgin Islands Senators, U.S. Virgin Islands Governor Albert Bryan, and members of his executive branch, members of the VI Cannabis Board, VI Department of Tourism officials, representatives of the Office of the U.S. Virgin Islands Delegate to Congress, Stacy Plaskett, and other government officials will head to the state of Colorado for a VI Cannabis Summit that starts on Monday, October 25 as local leaders set the stage for a debate on the legalization of marijuana in the U.S. Virgin Islands. The summit is being led and was organized by U.S. VI Senate President Donna Fred Gregory, who spoke to the consortium on Wednesday on why the week-long event is of immense importance, noting that it serves to impart indelible knowledge on the cannabis industry to local leaders as debate at home is expected to start soon. And it's happening in Colorado, among the first states to legalize recreational marijuana and an example of a successfully regulated multi-billion dollar market. Senator Janelle Sorow holds the bill that is expected to be heard. Elements of her measure and that of Governor Bryan are expected to be meshed when hearings commence. There was a commitment that we made that we would move this legislation the first quarter in 2021, and of course, we're now in the last quarter of 2021. It didn't happen, the Senate president said, adding that since summer, she's been working with the National Council of State Legislators on the possibility of educating leadership in the U.S. Virgin Islands on the benefits of a properly regulated marijuana industry. The conversation led to what is now the VI Cannabis Summit, which runs from Monday, October 25th through Thursday, October 28th at the National Council of State Legislators' headquarters in Colorado. The United States National Council of State Legislators was founded in 1975. It represents the legislatures in states, territories, and the Commonwealths of the United States. Its mission is to advance the effectiveness, independence, and integrity of legislators and to foster interstate cooperation and facilitate the exchange of information among legislators. It is committed to improving the operations and management of state legislators and the effectiveness of legislators and legislative staff. National Council of State Legislators also represent legislators in dealing with the federal government, especially in support of state sovereignty and state flexibility and protection from unfunded federal mandates and unwarranted federal preemptions. The conference promotes cooperation between state legislatures in the U.S., and those in other countries. Jamaica Information Service reports that the Jamaica Stock Exchange and the Cayman Islands Stock Exchange have approved reciprocal agreements of recognition in keeping with the exchange rules. This move is a continuation of the Jamaica Stock Exchange strategic journey of collaboration for growth and development of the region's capital market. Speaking on the matter of mutual recognition, Dr. Marlene Street Forrest, Managing Director of the Jamaica Stock Exchange said that the mutual recognition makes it easier for issuers, investors and other participants in the financial sector to access each exchange for listings and other services within the financial sector. She further stated that Jamaica and the Cayman Islands share very close ties and this is another avenue for both countries to continue to deepen and broaden their relationships. We will be exploring other areas of mutual benefits to each stock exchange. We believe that this relationship will only help grow the market and create long-term wealth for investors within our region. According to Marco S. Archer, Chief Executive Officer at the Cayman Island Stock Exchange, the Cayman Island Stock Exchange has for a long time recognized other exchanges, and we are delighted that the Jamaican Stock Exchange will be our first in the region. Both exchanges differ in market strengths, so there is a great scope to leverage the complementary offerings of each exchange by diversifying its product range and broadening its international appeal. We look forward to a long and beneficial relationship for both exchanges and their stockholders. Pricemart Inc., operator of 47 warehouse clubs in 12 countries and one U.S. territory, announced its results of operations for the fourth quarter and full year, which ended on August 31, 2021. Sherry Barambagai Chief Executive Officer said net merchandise sales grew 12.7 percent and comparable net merchandise sales grew 10.3 percent in our fiscal fourth quarter as compared to the same period last year. Our 12-month trailing membership renewal rate has risen to 89.6 percent and our membership base now exceeds pre-COVID levels and is at an all-time high. This could not have been achieved, especially under some very challenging circumstances, had it not been for the unwavering commitment of our team of more than 10,000 employees who are dedicated to our members and remain laser focused on extracting operational efficiencies, expanding our digital capabilities and maintaining an agile supply chain. Fourth quarter financial results, total revenues for the fourth quarter of fiscal year 2021 increased by 12.2% to $909.6 million compared to $810.6 million in the comparable period of the prior year. For the fourth quarter of fiscal year 2021, net merchandise sales increased 12.7% to $871.2 million from $772.9 million in the fourth quarter of fiscal year 2020. The company had 47 warehouse clubs in operation as of August 31, 2021, compared to 46 warehouses in operation as of August 31, 2020. Total revenues for the 12 months ending August 31, 2021 increased 8.7% to $3,619.9 million compared to $3,329.2 million in the prior year. Pricemart, headquartered in San Diego, owns and operates U.S.-style membership shopping warehouse clubs in Latin America and the Caribbean. Pricemart operates 47 warehouse clubs in 12 countries and one U.S. territory, 8 in Costa Rica and Colombia, 7 in Panama, 5 in the Dominican Republic four in Trinidad and Guatemala, three in Honduras, two each in El Salvador and Nicaragua, and one each in Aruba, Barbados, Jamaica, and the United States Virgin Islands. The company also plans to open new warehouse clubs in Guatemala City, Guatemala in October 2021, in Colombia in November 2021, in Port Moore, Jamaica in the spring of 2022. Once these new clubs open, the company will operate a total of 50 warehouse clubs. Internet Travel News reports that respected Caribbean hotelier Nicola Madden-Gregg has been named the new president of the Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association. The award-winning Jamaican businesswoman was elevated to the position during the annual general meeting. She will serve the final year of the two-year term vacated by Pablo Torres, who tendered his resignation as he assumed broader responsibilities. with Hilton International. Madden Gregg recognized Torres for his work as president, thanking him for stepping up to the plate to lead the association at a time of extreme crisis. She lauded his leadership during the pandemic and wished him well in his new role as Area Vice President of Operations full and focused service hotels in the Caribbean, Mexico, and Central America for Hilton. In accepting the presidency, she said technology and sustainability will be two of her top priorities as she embarks on a three-year term. Declaring that Caribbean tourism must not only survive, but thrive, Matt and Greg stress the importance of better collaboration, establishing new partnerships, and strengthening existing ones as the industry grapples with the ongoing threat of the climate change and the continuing challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. Madden Gregg, who is currently the Group Director of Marketing and Sales at Quirt Lee Hospitality Group, brings two decades of tourism industry experience to her new role with Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association. The Weekly Journal reports that a U.S. Department of Labor, Wage, and Hour Division investigation has found a Puerto Rico-based security service company misclassified 136 of its employees as independent contractors, denying them overtime pay required under the Federal Fair Labor Standards Act. Division investigators determined that Advanced Investigative Group, Inc. of Bayamong misclassified security guards as professional services workers or independent contractors, paying them straight time wages instead of overtime wages when they work more than 40 hours in a work week. The employer also failed to maintain complete payroll records for former employees. The investigation led the division to recover $106,279 in back wages for the workers. Employees in the United States and its territories cannot enter into wage agreements with workers that violate the Fair Labor Standards Act minimum wage and overtime requirements, such as misclassifying employees as independent contractors, said Wage and Hour Division Caribbean District Director, Jose Vasquez Fernandez in Guanabo. Employees must be paid all the wages they have legally earned. Employees cannot evade their responsibilities under the Fair Labor Standards Act to gain an unlawful economic advantage over employers that pay their workers in compliance with the law. Bahamas Tribune reports that while they continue to negotiate the possibility of establishing their home in the Bahamas, the North American Central Caribbean and Caribbean Athletic Association is putting the finishing touches on their inaugural track and field circuit that will begin next year in the town for a series of meetings that started with a courtesy call with the new minister of youth sports and culture, Maria Bolleg, and ended with the Bahamas Association of Athletic Association. Secretary General Keith Joseph said North American, Central America, and Caribbean Athletic Association, it's on its way to provide their alternatives in the region to the Grand Prix series held mainly through Europe. We have a committee that is headed by Duffy Mahoney of U.S. Track and Field, and it involves a number of individuals who are accustomed to hosting these premier meets or Grand Prix meets, as we call them, said Secretary General Keith Joseph. We have put together so far a total of 21 meets for 2022. We are trying to have them in sequence so that athletes from the Caribbean between March 15th and June 15th every year, would have access to a circuit within the North America, Central America, and Caribbean Atlantic Association region that would allow them to be adequately prepared for international championships with Europe starting to tighten up its grip on participation of their own competitions where athletes will have to be ranked in order to compete. Mr. Joseph said North America, Central America, and Caribbean Athletic Association is stepping up to offer meets where athletes can compete in the region in front of their own people in the rankings and to gain their ranking points. As they get set to roll out the inaugural series, Joseph said they hope that it can sustain itself. Presently, there are six meets on the list in the United States, three in Canada, two in Jamaica, one in the Dominican Republic, and one in Costa Rica. In addition to the North America, Central America, and Caribbean Athletic Association series, Mr. Boleg said that the Bahamas government is relaunching its Sports in Paradise campaign, is looking to putting in a bid for hosting the seventh World Relays Schedule for 2025. Mr. Boleg said that there is sufficient time for the Bahamas to put in a bid to rehost the World Relays that got started here with the first three editions in 2014, 2015 and 2017, before it was moved to Japan in 2019 for the fourth edition. Fifth edition was held in Poland this year and the sixth is going to China in 2023. NIMBY reports that Liberty Puerto Rico announced it has made a special $1 million donation to invest in high-impact initiatives that contribute to the socioeconomic development of Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. As a part of the celebration as the new Liberty The donation was made through the Liberty Foundation as a gesture of gratitude for the trust and support customers, employees, and communities have given to the company, said Liberty CEO Najee Khoury. Liberty also announced that 2020 Olympic gold medalist Jasmine Camacho-Quinn would be the new ambassador for the company and the Liberty Foundation. The $1 million grant benefits initiatives in entrepreneurship, women empowerment, education, and environmental protection. The social investment will help promote sustainable and empowerment projects that focus on socioeconomic development and have positive impact among underserved populations throughout Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. And finally, Antigua Newsroom reports that Vogue, after a year of virtual shows and lookbooks, Fashion Month returned to form in spring 2020 collections. The return of the real-world event and international travel allowed new models to make their mark on the runways of New York, London, Milan, and Paris, and contribute to the renewed optimism and sense of possibility that defined the season the most notable models of the season were exceptional. In the top 10 new models who enlivened the season's collection is Beyonce Ambrose, a 19-year-old from Osborne, Antigua, and Barbuda. Her season highlights include Valentino, Marina, As Factory, Proenza Schooler, the daughter of Sir Kirtley Ambrose, a cricket icon, Beyonce could have followed her father's footsteps into sports, but her passion lie in performance, in fashion and beyond. A theater major at Georgia State University and a YouTube personality, Ambrose excels in front of the camera. At shows like Valentino, Landvin, and Proenza Schooler, she showed the world that there's more than one on Beyonce we're paying attention to. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, October 22nd. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.